each of the books, there is a stamp on the first page. The stamp is what the door looks for. If the book tries to leave with the stamp, the trap triggers. Remove the stamp and you can take the book. Could we not just rip out a page of the book? When you say that as well, Roth and Topple giggle and then disappear and float and fly away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was ominous. Just, just, um, <laughs> my thinking is, is that if there's some kind of protection here, something awful might not happen. A flash of, like, radiant light. And that's a very long-winded way of saying I cast a spell magic at third level. <laughs> And now, we continue. cast a spell magic and uh, targeting the book in your hand targeting the, the glyph specifically yeah okay okay your perceptions just so good Harold something about the ink in the glyph changes and it becomes less vibrant mm-hmm. it fades the, there's still the mark on the mm. page but now it appears to be mundane ink there's nothing special about okay. it um I I think this worked. I mean, we're not in a hurry. Do you want to do that thing, Potentia, where you sort of sense magical items and such? I I don't... I mean, I can, but it might be better if we want to test more than one of them at a time, because if I'm doing this, then I can't really do anything else. Um, Doesn't it let you know? It lets you, like, look around and mm, see It does, but I... So you could could try I mean, I think it's better while we have one that potentially has been disarmed and one that hasn't. I mean, we're not in a hurry. If it takes you a bit of time to, you know, get out your book or whatever it is you do, uh, that's that's fine, right? I mean, we've been here goodness knows how long already. I think ten more minutes isn't going to break the bank. Okay. Um, Does it cost you a spell slot? If you cast it Not if I cast it, it, it as a ritual, but yeah, it was no, more as, about as whether we had time, but I, I as a, like, needed yeah. to make that... I also have um, dispel magic. You have dispel. I, I don't think you told Frederick as well, like at specific. Do you time have dispel frame. or do you have? I um, have. Yes, I own. I can only cast dispel magic one more time. Also, by the way. Sorry, Joe. Do you have <laughs> yeah. dispel or do you have detect? I have dispel, not ritual. Just because we've been throwing around yeah. very similar spell names. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, potential is going to like look at Harold with that. Like, did you just try and mansplain? how my spells work to me expression on her face of that's how you just think of it as like looking at stuff fine um and just sort of no i just i'm not learned like you i just sort of i don't even harold, know half the time harold, how this happens both, i just sort of harold we're, we're both doing our phd you are learned whether you like it or not um and she's just gonna like on that sort of fight is there an 
chair, cushion, etc. Yeah, you can find a... a... Meredith is like looking between them, eating her trail mix. <laughs> you can find a, a, a seat to find. Yeah. While, while um, Potential's doing that, I'll just turn to Meredith and say, I wasn't trying to offend her. I just, you know, I... She... She... Uh-huh. Well, you know, like she puts in all this work and I feel guilty sometimes because I feel like the universe just sort of grants me these powers and, you know, Potentia has all these notes. I mean, I can't even make heads nor tails of them. You know, I've glanced over at the book before and it's it's nonsense to me. I don't even know if they're words. It's okay, Harold. I think she'll forgive you. Well, I, I know. I just, you know, sometimes it's so hard to know how she'll react to things. You know, you think you're saying something kind and... I mean, you're much better at words than I am, I know, but... See, I think this might be your problem. Harold is being nice to people. I don't know how to feel. (laughs) I think this might be your problem, Harold. You just need to take a breath and don't be so hard on yourself. I suppose so. I, uh... It's hard, you know, when there are four other voices trying to talk over you growing up. It can be hard to sort of... You know, take a step yeah. back sometimes, I suppose. Uh, You've always had to prove yourself. You don't need to do that with us. Well, you know, I think part of the problem is I kind of haven't. No one expected anything of me. I was sort of the youngest, you know. and uh, Everyone else, had, uh, they, they'd achieved such wonderful things. I mean, boring things maybe, well, but... you have too, haven't you? Oh, not really. I just mess around with See, this spheres, is what I'm talking you know. about. You need to take a deep breath. Don't be so hard on yourself. We love you. You're fine. Yeah, no, I, I suppose. I, I just, you know, everyone seems to work so hard at what they do. And I, I... Harold, take a deep breath. Don't be so hard on yourself. We love you. You're fine. I mean, for what it's worth, from what I can tell, uh, the spell <laughs> did work. It felt it felt like yeah. the ink was different afterwards and... Uh, yeah. But I, I would like to check. I, won't, kind of, I don't just want to waltz out of the place and make assumptions, you know. Meredith just kind of like pats the ground next to her and then rifles through her bag and reaches in and pulls out a pack of trail mix and says, just, it's okay. Come sit with me. How do you always have these things? <laughs> I come prepared. Ah. Uh-huh. What, I have to ask, what does Meredith's trail mix contain? <laughs> okay, so it's got... Cashews um, and some hazelnuts um, and a few, like, dried bits of fruit. Um, so she really likes, like, dried grapes, sultanas, um, and 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 it's got some seeds in it as well. Is this something Meredith purchases or makes? I think she purchases it. Purchases it from, like, a bulk store kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You like found one of those like ones a- where you kind of scoop stuff into bags. Mm-hmm. 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 That she knows the, the proprietor. They're like on a first name basis, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Potentia, 11 minutes passed, 10 for the ritual, 1 for the casting, and your detect magic spell activates. You detect no magic from the book that Harold is holding, and you detect a very slight magical aura on the page that you've got in your hand. It wasn't particularly obvious when the book was closed up, but when you're looking at it properly, you can get a good sense of it. Um, and you can tell that it is a abjuration spell. There, we've got all three, right? Yes. Who's got the third book? 
the five laws of necro warfare. Oh no, I do have that because I. Yeah, Meredith was very adamant I, about. Yeah, that I kind of. I think I quite quickly pocketed that one. <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> so, if you've got the other one, did you get both out when you got the book out, or did you just get one out? I only got the one out of my satchel, and I would have picked Van Richten's uh, guide first. Um. Okay. Well, that one, and she's pointing at the book. Harold's just magic at appears mm-hmm. to be fine and non-magical now though this one that you are right Harold that there's something wrong with this glyph or I guess not wrong but something going on with this glyph I, it's abjuration magic of some description but I can't tell you what it'll do Ross the player may know but Harold would not know about these the glyphs that you're thinking of Ross yes I I mean yeah I'm I know basically, I, I've heard of glyphs damaging people, but Harold yeah. has no real knowledge of how they work, just that they exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, obviously, like, adventurers fall for traps. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I suppose if the if this, um, you know, dispelling spell worked, then, I mean, it honestly, it takes me a lot of energy, you know, overcoming magic like that isn't easy. Uh, I can really only summon the energy to do it one more time. I, I don't know if either of you have the ability to sort of... I can do it. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, I... Give um, me one of the books. Uh, well, I'll I'll take care. I, I have the other book. Uh, perhaps, Meredith, Yeah, you could... I'm not touching the necromancy one. I can do the other one. No, though. that's fair enough. I mean, it's kind of disgusting, to be honest. I, I'm very... Du- it is revolting, and we should just not have anything to do with it ever. Well, yes, I, I'm rather keen to get it off of our hands. I mean, the the binding is very dubious. Uh, so, yes, I'm happy to do that one. And, um, you know, if you if you tempt the other, um, I suppose we can smuggle them in our satchel. It seems like with these glyphs, they're not going to want to search us or anything. They'd be fairly confident that people won't be able to smuggle them out anyway. I, I, I don't think you the think average so, right? citizen is going around dispelling glyphs. Potentia's going to just hand the book that she's holding to Meredith. Yeah, I'm going to cast Dispel Magic. Okay. Um, what does that look like when Meredith casts Dispel Magic? Um, oh no, I'm <laughs> on the spot now. Um, she's just going to hold her hand over the top of it and then like close her eyes and then look up at Harold and go, all done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very subtle from above. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Come on now, <laughs> showboat. No, I know, but that's the whole point, right? <laughs> I mean, I think there are some some words you have to some to mutter, but you can. Yeah, yeah. And she kind of you can hear her like singing something under her breath. Okay. It sounds like music. Okay, just like very quiet. Yeah. All right. But she's very deliberately not showy, and then mm. looks at Harold and winks. <laughs> and you kind of get the sense that she she could be if she wanted to, but she's not. Mm-hmm. Because she finds it very funny. Are we sure Meredith isn't actually from the College of Satire? <laughs> <laughs> College of Whispers Bard. <laughs> um, while that, while they're dealing with the books, um, Mer- uh, potentially just going to use the fact she's got to spell magic up and uh, no, has got to tech magic up to just have a look at books on the shelves, like in terms of if there's anything that's particularly outwardly shiny, particularly magical. Okay, give me a perception check to see if you spot that one. <laughs> Oh. Karma's um, a bitch for that nat 20. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I think that dice needs to go and live in the naughty. It's a different. (laughs) Put it in dice jail. All right. Buy, buy, buy pretty <laughs> dice. You get to go to dice. What's again. the range of, of the tech magic? Um, the tech magic's range is 30 feet of me. Yeah, okay. No, you don't pick up anything interesting within 30 feet of you. <laughs> With a nat one? Funny that. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. It's, it's almost as if the interesting thing could have been closer <laughs> if you rolled higher. <laughs> Getting out new dice just to put all those dice in dice trail. Hey folks, Ross here. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. If you enjoy the show, why not recommend the podcast to a friend? It really helps us grow our audience. If you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message, head over to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. You can also help support the show by checking out our sweet merch over at merch.dndoctorates.com. And now, back to the action. All right. Um, so Meredith has cast Dispel Magic on Seagan Niles and Fennel Calamities. And did Harold cast Dispel Magic on the final book? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it it would be the same. Like the, that procedure yeah. isn't for show. Like Harold actually genuinely has to like call on the power of like yeah. <laughs> the constellations to do this kind of magic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. You have dispelled magic on these three books. Those uh, stamps in the first page of the book appear to be non-magical now. Potentia can sense the magic is not yep. there, or sense a lack of magic. It probably well, mm, a better yeah. Thing. I mean, maybe not a complete lack of magic, but like yeah, that there's that whatever was there before yeah. is gone. Yeah. Oh man, I am, I'm pooped. I really hope we don't run into any more bother. I'm. Mm rapidly running out of the energy to uh, achieve anything especially uh, impressive at this stage. Can, can Meredith um, reach into her bag and chuck him an apple? This is, this is quickly becoming <laughs> a magic item. Meredith <laughs> I know. Sat, like bag of snacks. <laughs> snack bag of ho- snack pocket of holding. Well I was actually about to say I will say you know we we seem to sort of accumulate these items we're wishing were you know, sort of hard to find. I've heard of these satchels that have this, like, alternate dimension in them. I believe Faustus had one. Uh, oh, yeah, I've heard of those. They're very they're expensive, expensive though. though, aren't they? Yes, no, very. I don't think I could afford one. Uh, I believe Faustus found his uh, in some right. tomb or other. It's actually very interesting. If you, if you don't realise that the items are inside, they... They appear empty, but if you hold them upside down, all of their contents will fall out, and that's how Faustus found his. He was sort of being rather thorough in some dungeon dive or other, and found this thing. Uh, Meredith is, has kind of like dissociated a little bit, and you can kind of see that her eyes have gone a bit like cloudy, and she kind of goes, "Think of all the food we could take." Well, unfortunately, I, I don't think it preserves the food. You do have to... Well, I suppose that won't be a problem for you. I'm sorry. It will. <laughs> I was going to say, really not. Um, without looking up from his book, Roko just like waves in one of his hands. My gloves are sort of lesser versions of those items, I believe. And he just goes back to his book. And yes. I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a question. We, in the shops that we have been to thus far, we haven't seen a bag of holding or 
equivalent object. It'd be 4,000 gold. We would have seen in Magic Mart for all your magic needs. Magic Mart. No, never mind. I retract that thought. Well, the, the, the three of you have found the books, Frederick Rathmore's stolen books. You've removed the the stamps in the in the front of them that the pixies said would activate the trap door at the front of the library what now roku i i've been pondering your predicament um i've got to admit i don't know a lot about curses i've never been cursed myself um you read about curses in fairy tales you know uh and and sort of stories of lore uh, or, you know, sort of acts of jealousy and, and things like that. I, you know, it just occurs to me that you're, you, know, you seem like a very nice person, you know, personable. Huh. You had friends, family is fond of you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, the, I, I just, I don't, I don't think you've been cursed and... I, I, I've been trying to put this delicately, but I, I think Potentia sort of recognized this as well. Your spell book doesn't make sense, you know. And I, I don't know a lot about spell books, but Potentia is very uh, bookish. And the kind of powers that you're drawing, they're, they're quite specific in nature as well. And I... I think that you're looking in the wrong place and that if you want to sort of free yourself of this burden, I, I think you should look into the area of um, powerful patrons, I suppose you could call them. I don't know if you've heard of such things, but, you know, through history, powerful beings have taken an interest in an individual and often grant them powers. And I honestly think that this basilisk of yours I mean it doesn't look like a normal basilisk either I've seen pictures of them in in adventuring journals and I I think that this basilisk creature may have taken an interest in you and become a patron and it certainly explains why they're so protective of you and it also sort of explains why these powers of yours you know are sort of you know don't make sense with your wizardry uh, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm not explaining this very well. Potentia might have her own thoughts, but I, I, I would hate to see you sort of live in misery. You, you seem to deserve companionship, and uh, maybe addressing this relationship with this creature might be helpful to you. I, I, I'm afraid I couldn't point you in a sort of direction. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. But well, I. I appreciate that. Maybe, maybe I could, if if you don't mind. I don't know if it's a risk, but maybe I could write you letters sometimes. Be pen pals. I mean, I yes, that would be wonderful. You know, I I would, I would love to see how you sort of get on in your quest. I really hope that you find your way. Uh, it. I can't imagine such a burden personally. I, I really value my friendships greatly. You know. It, it'd be nice to have regular contact with someone. Is there a, like, department of warlocks at Furmasters? It seems like a... Uh, warlocks wouldn't have their own school. Yeah. But warlocks definitely do some of the fundamental of magic 
horses. Mm. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, and there's also a warlock society mm. at the university. Uh, it's a it's an eclectic group of people who all have different patrons, but they all have a, a shared like understanding of how their magic works. And they often they often have evil evil or, or mm. unworldly patrons. They don't they aren't always looked upon in the best way. And so right. having a group of people who are in similar circumstances, they group together. I'm gonna make an Arcana check, Ben. Okay. Uh, not very good. Okay, seven. So it hasn't escaped Harold's attention that Nora is really protective of that book but she doesn't use it in the same way that potential does and harold's noticed this but i don't think he's put the pieces together yet that mm-hmm. i don't think mm-hmm. harold would know enough because ross knows that there is like a patron of like books and scribes right there's like you can have a patron that's like a spell book kind of thing pact of the tome pact of the tome right that's what i'm thinking of but harold harold definitely doesn't know that and hasn't mm-hmm. quite pieced together yet Mm-hmm. quite how Nora does her stuff. Which is a shame for Roku because, you know. Ben, can I ask a question? Based on the fact that they laughed before, are the pixies still within earshot? They might be. With detect magic up, I would be able to sense them because pixie magic is dead. No. Well, no. no. They, You can't detect, like, beings. Well, like, no, but I'd be able to detect, like, anything that they were throwing around because if they're making themselves invisible... That's a different. But Fey have inherent abilities. Okay, right? well, like, in which case there'd be a gap because that this library is full of random bits of magic. Like there'd be a hole where the magic is not. Mm. That's if they're within. Okay. There's a reason I'm specifically asking this because if they're within fifty, if they're within thirty feet, I would I give you a, a roll to check them. Um, but they are not within okay. thirty feet. Harold could maybe hear them fluttering around nearby, but he couldn't tell you where. The reason I'm asking this question is because well to the pixie's knowledge my name isn't potentia and harold keeps mm-hmm. referring to me as potentia probably quite loudly in conversation with roku which mm-hmm. is a thing mhm i am aware yeah i am also very aware and potentia is very aware of the fact that her mm-hmm. name is being thrown around and i don't like it I don't like it at all, but I can't say that to Harold. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Mm. Don't like it. That's why I wanted to know whether I could tell whether they were around. Because. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, you can't tell with if they're around or not. Just, 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 just good. It's good. Well, Roku, we have to be uh, on our way. Um, the only other place I could think about pointing you towards is the Adventurers Guild. There's all sorts of people there. Uh, Harold, I'm I'm gonna stop you. I I appreciate all the suggestions of of places I can go and people I can speak with, but... And I do have at least a couple days that I can be confident that Basilisk won't return. I I don't want to put any more people in danger, so I'll, I'll be taking my leave pretty soon. I, I think I found something interesting with this book, and hmm. I'll I'll need to spend some more time re- researching. All right. Well, stay safe, safe as you can. Thank you. All right. <laughs>
Hey, it's Ben, your friendly Dungeons and Doctorate DM, reminding you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do, I might see it and use your name as the inspiration for a future character. So talk about the show online, use the hashtag, tag us, and spread the words to your friends. Let's bring more people into the Dungeons and Doctorates community. If you would like a special message read out on the show by myself, Kate, Joe, Ross, or any of our characters, you can find the link to that via our link tree or on our website, dndoctorates.com. Just fill that out and then have one of us deliver a message for you. Maybe you want to give a shout out to your D&D group or your DM, or maybe there's a special someone whose birthday is coming up and you want to deliver a message for them in the show, like a DN Doctorate audio time bomb they can be like oh thanks just fill out the form and we can deliver that message for you the next episode for the show is coming out next Thursday the 23rd of September so keep an eye out for that I'm not going to hold us up any longer we'll get back to this episode right now so the three of you heading out Potential's just going to suggest I I think we have what we came here for I don't know that I particularly want to hang around. No, I'm getting pretty tired. Hey, I reckon we should try and um, head back. Try our luck. Yes, I'm pretty worn out also. It's been a, been a long day and uh, I think we could probably return these books tomorrow. I don't think there was a time stipulation on the on the job and I, I'm, I'm sure in, in a lot of ways we've been rather... Shall we put them somewhere safe and secure in the meantime? We could put them in I can store them. I've got a place we could put them in the um, School of Conjuration building. If we want. Okay. That sounds really good. Yes, that sounds fine. I mean, I, I mean, we've got to get out of here first. I don't think any, anyone's going to come looking for them or anything, but it can't hurt. Just means you don't have to have that one, and she points at the disgusting book, in your house. Yes, I'm <laughs> rather afraid it's going to stink up the place, actually. And also it might <sighs> perhaps gross. make your family less inclined to ask questions. If your house smells of disgusting, mm. gross magic and you've got a cleric for us and you've got a cleric for a sister. <laughs> you know. Mm. Maybe we keep the necromancy away from anywhere a cleric might end up anytime soon. I mean she's a cleric of, of life mm. and death, so but, which which I know. Okay. Because I uh, as you file out down the, the aisles, Roko just stands there reading this, his book. Harold, as you pass him out of the corner of your eye, as he turns a page, just for like fraction of a second, you see a word that hits your brain like a train. In the book that Roko is reading, you see Scatadiasta. Oh. And I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I, I feel like it's the kind of thing that you would... St- stop in your tracks yeah no i literally like we're walking as i sort of just you know when someone's reading a book and you just sort of glance at it as like you can't help it right you're just like oh yeah and you harold just literally stops dead probably means potential and meredith barrel into the back of him because they're probably not that far 100%. apart and if you're suddenly stopping mm. we're probably suddenly stopping too uh roku sorry i i hate to be persistent What's the name of that book that you're you're reading there? He closes it. Um, I. It is a 
A book of extraplanar beings. Ah, interesting. Um, I, I don't be alarmed, but can I can I show you something? Uh, yeah, show me something. I he but he do, he, do, he does hold the book kind of closer mm. to himself though. So I, I take out the sword, and I I don't hold it up as if like in attack. I I hold it like sideways, like resting it on on my hand. Mm-hmm. And I say, Scotadiaster. Your sword ignites with a white flame. Woo! Whoa! Is that the the best thing to be uh, pulling out in a, a place full of books, Harold? Well, I I think this is uh, a radiant flame. It's not quite the same as fire per se. Uh, and and I'll you know say the word again and like extinguish mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And show him the 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 like the star patterns. It's it's an impressive. What? Why are you showing me? Uh, the, well, this object is very uh, important to me. I I don't know if you were paying attention before, but. I have a very unusual way of performing magic. I sort of, I sort of read the stars, I suppose, and they respond to me. And you know, through this interaction, I can achieve a various number of things. Um, and I'll make sure the sword is sheathed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this object has a uh, like a trigger word, I suppose you could call it, and that is scutadiaster. Um. The reason I say this, and I, I'm sorry to have snooped, but you know what it's like when someone's reading a book, you can't help but glance at it. He looks down, yes. Um, well, I, I just saw that word in in that book, and I've been looking for information everywhere on this object ever since I acquired it, and I don't necessarily want to take the book from you. I, I can see it's very important to you, and possibly way more important to you than it could be to me, but... If I could look at it just for a few moments, uh, I would be so grateful. He takes a step back. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done with this yet. I'm not asking for it forever. I, I, you can, you can stand nearby if you like. I, I don't imagine that I will need too long with it, uh, depending on how many passages are in there. Harold, maybe, maybe you can come back and look at it later. Yeah, I mean, potentially. Um... I'm going to roll an insight for Rocco. Mm. He takes another step backwards. There's no... Like, Harold's being completely honest about his intentions. Mm-hmm. Like, he... Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. He's a pretty honest guy in general. Um, I mean, I mean, look, you know, if... Um, if it's that important to you, uh, by all means, I, I, can, I can come back another day. It's fine. Um... I, I just thought while we're here, I I could look at it. I mean, honestly, I would be happy for you to hold the book and just show me the pages. I, I'm, I'm not... I... I... I want to trust you. We, we've been through something down here that I, I feel a connection with, with the three of you. But I think this book has answers that I... I... I need. And I... I don't want to risk it. And he turns with, with the top half of his body kind of away, shielding the book. So did I did I see the actual full title of the book? 
No, it is untitled. There is no title on the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you could possibly recognize this book again based on how it, it looks. It's uh, a, a book bound in purple leather with this silver thread binding. And it has no visible markings on the, the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got a edge of of silver on the, the pages. So mm-hmm. as you flick through it, it has a silver, silver sheen to the, the pages. Okay. You could recognize it again if you came back here and looked for it, but you wouldn't know its title. He said it's a book of mm. extraplanar beings. Well, luckily for Harold, he has ways of finding things that he has seen before. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I, I meant what I said about valuing my friendships. I, I, I have no notions of taking it from you. I, I, I can come back another day. It's okay. Okay. But do let me know how you go on. I, I... yes, I'll um, I'll see if I can find a raven. All right. Well, uh, good luck. Yeah, you too. Bye, Roku. Bye, Meredith. Bye, potential. You would see on Harold's face probably for the first time, like genuine disappointment. You can see in his head he's like replaying the conversation and trying to figure out. Mm like where things went wrong you know that look that people have when they've just had like a conversation they're like trying to just like put together like what just happened yeah yeah and he's probably pretty quiet for the rest of the the walk out of the library uh you get to the front of the library and the bookman is there behind his desk has a pile of books on one side an ink pad in front of him and a stamp and he is taking a book from one pile, stamping the front page, and then putting it onto the pile to his left. Do you find everything you're looking for? I hope you had some good research. Yes, I've got, I've got some interesting notes to have a look at um, when I get back. I might, we all might need to come back at some point trying to find out oh, more things. Oh, definitely. So, th- thank you. Yeah. Mm. Good, good. Well, Ferro Masters Community Library, we're uh, open all, all hours. Um, Nothing really set in stone. We're kind of flexible here. Um, yeah, uh, hope to to see you come by again. Thank you. I, I doubt it. I doubt it will be long between our research and e- exploits. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Uh, great place. Yeah. Interesting. Good. Good. Um, potentially going to give Harold that look of like, in, in the words of Edna Mode, pull yourself together. <laughs> um, and uh, just sort of push him in the general direction of the door or hole. All right. Meredith is going to hold her breath. You can't um, fully see the bookman's eyes under his domino mask that he wears, uh, but you get the impression he's watching you as you stepping step through this doorway and as you Ooh. cleanly make your way through the door with nothing activating. Yes. Uh, he stops giving you any kind of attention. And then you are out of the, the library into the catacombs underneath Ferramostus. Huzzah! Let's make our way to the School of Conjuration. Uh, I imagine backtracking yeah, the way you've came. I think probably potentially pushing Harold in the right direction if he starts not looking like he's paying attention to where he is going. Because if he's lost in mm-hmm. thought and having a bit of a thought bubble above his head, that's a position she's been in many a time before that sort of walking along without thinking and just occasionally needing to be bumped mm-hmm. yeah he's just um he's just walking along with the orb in his hand like um you know like turning it 
So traveling back the way you came through the catacombs leads you to the, the crack in the wall that leads to the sewer and that wonderful smell. Um, Patentra's going to cast prestidigitation essentially like above her, like on the bottom of her nose so that she can smell anything but the sewer. <laughs> because technically, mm. technically, <laughs> uh, you create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect or an, like, like all these things, like, or an odd odor. So this I'm classing is like the smell of linen. <laughs> Just like I had one of those really fun sci-com moments where um, I was talking to a colleague of mine when I worked in retail and um, I don't remember how this conversation came up, but I'm like, yeah, if you smell farts, that's mm. because poo particles are in your nose. Like, because uh. <laughs> that's how smell works. Yep. Like, if you can smell it, it's in your nose. Mm. Like, <laughs> uh, I've never seen someone recoil <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, with that lovely factoid, you that's enter not a factoid, the Theramasters. Yeah, factoids are yeah. not true. That's <laughs> it's a fact. Do you know what is a fact? Most people factoid, don't correct. use the yeah. word factoid correctly. There we go. With that fact, you enter the Theramasters sewer system and get a lovely wafting of the moving, active sewer. Oh, I really should not have eaten that apple. Except for Potentia, who is... Ugh. You know, actually, having having seen having seen what Potentia mm. did and seeing Meredith's obvious discomfort, uh, I'm going to cast Druidcraft and um, conjure two roses and hand one to <laughs> Meredith and just say... Breathe deep. She'll be over soon, hopefully. Mm, Thank you. I love that what you saw Potentia do was basically, like, tap herself on the nose. (laughs) Like, self-boop. Boop. So you walk through the sewer, uh, single file. What's the order as you're walking as well, just so I can know? I can visualize it. Harold with the lead, or is is Harold still thinking about the conversation with Roko? Yeah, Harold's probably at the back. Just hang on, of... but if I put if I'm pushing you along and guiding you, I can't be at the front. That's true. Oh, I would probably say I am at the back, but I am leading you all. If that makes sense, so you are, you can be in your own spacey whatever. But that mm-hmm. idea of someone being like left, no, more left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's that? Like driving from mm. behind. Full, full um, summer camp counselor on a hiking trip, or yeah, yeah, you know, teacher as the kids get off the buses. So I'll let the audience in on this, but the, the players wouldn't know this. But uh, Harold's orb is uh, a bit of inside baseball. Ben let us each have a magical item at the start of the game, a very basic one, uh, and my magical item, because this made a lot of sense for my character. Uh, is a combination with my um, constellation sphere, right? So my constellation sphere is my druid focus, but it also doubles as an orb of direction. And so even though potentials like guiding, Harold's actually, whilst just sort of playing with the orb, like he's actually using it just to sort of make sure we're going in the right direction. And it's just sort of 
letting Potentia feel like she's being helpful. So an orbit direction, that just lets you know like which way north is effectively. Yes. But having already been here, Harold would be like, oh, okay, so if that's north, we'd... I have a plus four to survival, so, you know, I'm, I'm actually... It's what happens when you're a druid. Like, yeah. Mm. You're currently traveling east to west through the sewer, and you've reached a T intersection mm. with the perpendicular passageway heading north. And as you're walking single file along the, the dry part of the sewer, there is a shatter sound from Potentia's back. Mm.